we doing the program. We are wrapping it up, dog. But you know we always in the summer. Oh yeah, baby. Here is your host, the one and only Buddy This is it. I'm sorry, but we got to get the hell out of here. And I had to wrap it up at some point. You know who else wrapped it up? Terrible Tally. He is your 2023 SLFFL champion. He also won the cup in the hypo book. Come on. Calm down, bro. Tally, however, couldn't take home the prophecy, as we like to say, as 10-foot little person takes home Omega through ball spire. I think some of those words are foreign to some of you. High decibels, he was this year's runner-up and no longer has any hardware in his home. He's like a white Will Smith standing in an empty living room. Like, damn, I feel bad for him. Him and Big TDs, no more hardware. Blitz took home the same level third place finish and the Omega second place finish. Ugh, horseshoes and hand grenades, man. Booyah, welcome back. Welcome back, Booyah! It took one year and this knucklehead has already escaped the farm. Fuck me! God damn it! He did so by outlasting Hanging with Hernandez, who almost took home the first title in her household, which would have been amazing. It's a damn shame. She had to give it up to Booyah. Gave it up to Booyah for what? And now she's back in the farm with Coheeds. I guess that's good. All right. But another stinger was Big Ballers. Big Ballers rounded out things in the farm with third place finish. But man, was that a disappointment for those big old balls. That motherfucker was supposed to be the one. He was in there with the second seed, I believe. Like, yeah, it just fell off. But he got the third place finish. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad for someone in their second year in farm. Like, not all of us can be booyah. All right, what's up, everybody? It's the season finale of the LOL show. It's me, Buddy Danger. I'm here with you. I'm sorry. It's been a minute. I get it. You're like, where the fuck has the show been? It's been like over a month. I know. Like, listen, like, as soon as the whistle blows and, and, and we send out that money for the the prizes... I'm sorry. It's vacation time for Buddy. It's like I got to just shut it off for a little while and just, you know, contemplate. Think about what happened. You know, and honestly, it was a nice January for me. I hope you guys had a nice January. Hopefully, you know, if you guys tried the dry January thing, hopefully you were able to withstand it. It's a, it's a difficult thing. I had I did what I like to call like a, a slightly moist January where it was like, yeah, I better just cut back a little bit. And that's what I did. I thought I was relatively successful. It, by the way, I don't know if you guys have tried this, but there's there's so many non-alcoholic beers out there now. They taste good as shit. I like them. I'm in. I'm all in. Non-alcoholic beers. I'm into something else. Sometimes. And then real beers. Near beers and real beers. Like That's a good combination. Consider it. But anyways, that's what I've been doing, is dealing with that slightly moist January. I don't know what you guys have been doing. Hopefully you've been spending your prize money from winning something from the LOL. Most of you didn't. But why is it taking me so long? Other than slightly moist January. That's three times now. Said moist. Four. Other than that, I've been like thinking, like, what was this year? I like to, you know, those of you that are new here, you're probably like, okay, how are you recapping this? <laughs> like such a long time after we crowned Terrible Tally champion 
uh, it, it sent the hammer. Like the hammer has been at his house for multiple weeks at this point. Why did it take so long? Well, look, typically I like to do like a big old recap. I like to go in and like get my hands dirty. I look at everybody's performance through the year. Sometimes some years I would do big rankings and I, it kind of like was the precursor to our current LOL power rankings were these annual recaps where we'd rank everybody uh, and we would rank them on different criteria. These things would take me a long time to calculate and then we would try and do like a blog or something where we're summing it all up, right? And then, of course, my perfectionist attitude kind of throws a wrench in everything where I'm like, I got to put a bow on this. There's got to be a theme. There's got to be something to punctuate, you know, what was. But it's really difficult. With fantasy football, it's hard to punctuate fantasy because for the most part, the volume just decreases throughout the season slowly, like for everybody, everybody starts August and September, like volumes on a 10 and then slowly, but surely everybody's just turn that volume down, Shh, turn it down just a little quieter. And then the next thing you know, it's new year's, right? You've gone through the, the holiday break. You've got crazy work shit. A lot of us have, you know, office jobs that suck and you've got reporting going on for the end of the year and goal setting processes for the following year. I don't, I'm, I'm speaking from my own point of view, but I assume it's the same for a lot of you. Like December and January are busy times. So that's where I've been. But also, you know, going back to the, what we used to do with the recaps and whatnot, it did take a long time. And that's what I was spending time on, except for last year. 2022 ended. We crowned high decibels. We crowned big TDs. Congratulations to those two last year. Uh, but that was like the footnote of the end of the year. Like if you guys remember, it was like a we were all leaving a toxic relationship at the end of December, beginning of January last year. Those of you that are new here, just hold on. It was it was messy, right? And it was like because of our relegation process, some people were sour because of a newly minted playoff system. I think it was the year before that, though. In uh, the in the whole level wins thing, it became a very toxic, pseudo sarcastic thing where everyone kind of, I think, left with a sour taste in their mouth. Everyone was like, "Well, wait, what the fuck was that?" I heard a lot of people. It, it, it's almost like people bitching that the 2020 election was rigged. Now, it, you're fucking. You're just trying to fuck shit up. Stop lying, right? So it was a little bit of that where you're like, everyone's talking about this level win thing, level win, level win, level win, level win, level win. And I'm sure that there are some people on the outskirts of the conversation that are just kind of like tangentially understanding what we're talking about. And all they remember is that there was a big conspiracy. There was a big deal. There was a big problem. And I didn't like that. Like it just, it sucked in my head. Everything was perfect. Everything works perfectly. Now I know the whole, Damar Hamlin thing was a, a a wrench that none of us could avoid. But other than that, everything, the system works. The breakdown records, call it level wins if you want. I enjoyed it, but then it was the backlash. And then we had, I don't know, it was a lot of negative attitudes leaving the 2022 season. So the month of January in 2022, I don't know if you guys remember this, or I guess it was January 2023. I was working on a recap and it actually took me a lot longer. I don't think I released the recap until like the end of February. It was a long time and it, it, it was the beginning of chat GPT. So I took advantage of that. Not that many people were aware of chat GPT that early on, uh, eh, sort of, but not really. So then I had built this 
I don't know how many pages it was. Fuck, I think it was like 40 pages long. And it was just every single person got a long description of their season, you know, but it was all written by ChatGPT. I believe that every person's recap started with the same sentence, which is hysterical. It still does that. Fucking sucks. So that's that's where I was last year. But while I was having ChatGPT do my work, I was also contemplating not returning. I, I know. That sounds like I'm fucking making it up. This time last year, I was literally having serious conversations with babes that I was considering hanging it up. I did I like I didn't like how it ended last year. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to take it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, fantasy football shouldn't make me angry. And it was making me angry. But then I, you know, I slept on it for quite some time. And I ended up coming out with the recap. And I, I believe it was, let me see. Let me pull out my papers. The year of the community, I said. The year of the community, 2023 was going to be the year of the community. I was tired of everyone having such a unhealthy investment in the outcome of the LOL, whether it was, I don't want to be relegated, or I want to have that money, or whatever. Whatever the case is, I was like over people's genuine, I don't know, obsession with winning in the LOL. And I get it, like we kind of want a healthy dose of that. And we, I think it was, we were overdosing on that. The competitiveness we were overdosing on, people were becoming a little too unhinged, in my opinion, all right? Other people may think like, okay, everything was fine. What is he talking about? But I, I, I observe things from a crow's nest, I believe, and I'm kind of seeing it from a different perspective, and last year was not good. So having that behind me, having slept on it for a while, I thought, year of the community, we are going to donate money. We are going to donate time. We are going to focus on things that are outside of the LOL. Now, I don't know. Newsflash, guys. None of that happened. I know. I tried. We, I had a budget proposal that literally would have taken, I think, like 25% of the revenue, and we would have donated that to charity. Now, there was like a some finer details we could have ironed out later as to which charity... Yada, yada, yada. But that was there on the table. We could have done that. It failed. It did not pass. The year of the community perhaps wasn't, you know, accepted by everybody here equally. Or at least that wasn't everyone's idea of what year of the community could be. So we did pass a budget. It was pretty much the same as the year before. I did return. I did turn the lights back on. Everything came back. Buddy Danger's here. Don't worry, little babies. And we had arguably our best season ever. I, I don't think anyone will argue that. We've had some more exciting matchups. I think there was some anticlimactic endings at some points in our playoffs. But that's, you know, it is what it is. But overall, I feel like we all left at the beginning of January. Actually, I guess it was... <laughs> It was New Year's Eve, right? When everything was happening. That's also, that was pretty. It was a pretty beautiful moment in time. I was in a bowling alley. So it was it was a nice ending, almost Cinderella-esque, you know? I don't know if the glass slipper is going to fit on Terrible Tally's foot, though. But somehow he got it. And I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his, 
house, right? Be it holding court, coheeds, hanging with Hernandez, all of those people. It was a win for all of them. And I loved it. The same time, there was some, you know, scuttlebutt in the AOL I was not too fond of. Little suspect. Didn't really pan out to be much of anything, but made for great content. I'll give him that much. Smoking Bloods always makes for great content. I think he knows how to ride that the line of being uh, a total troll and slightly sarcastic. So congratulations to Blunts. Congratulations to Tally. Congratulations to Booyah. And congratulations to anyone else who feels like they did a pretty good job. Like, I, I that's it. So going through the year, I know that, you know, we failed on the year of the community. That didn't really happen. But what did it become? What was this year? I think it still was the year of the community, but it wasn't in, in, in an outward way. It was more of an inward way. And, and I'll take credit for that. Thank you very much. This podcast, I think, really brought us together. I do. This podcast, and maybe not the beginning segment and the final segment, but the middle one, where I'm talking to individuals from the league, I think that changed things. I think we found a little ticket. I think we found the key to success here because we are remote, because we all live so far apart, ridiculously, right? so far apart. This really helped. This helped me explain so much and learn so much, right? You got someone sitting in Ireland learning about Joe Gabagool's grandfather being arrested on RICO charges. Like, that's a story being told through this show. So yeah, I do take credit for that. I do think it was still the year of the community. And I think it was a successful one. I think that the, the season panned out beautifully. I think that there was some great uh, apropos moments, I would say. Uh, watching certain teams like proper football tumble a little bit. Uh, watching Smoke and Blunt's toy with relegation while sending away draft picks for the future was something else. Watching High Decibels come up with the Jalen Hurts drop and re-add you know, tactic, I think, is going to play out in the courts uh, but I think he'll he'll probably be successful with what he did. Uh, it's just, there was so many cool things to laugh about. We also got, uh, I think it was this year, right? Where we got access to the full Slack premium, right? So we have like a full Slack history and everything. Like there was so much to do with that. And we have the Jackie bot that's doing things. We've got the sports book that's still blowing up. It's more activity than ever on the sports book. I can't be happier about all the all the stuff that went along with this season, except for the little thing, the little dust up with fourth and nine inches prior to the year. I, I'm trying to overlook that. I feel like we handled it like adults. It is what it is. It sucked. He left. It's fine. We don't need to talk about it. But what is next year have in store for us? Briefly, my thoughts. I think 2024 is the year of contribution. 
If 2023 was the year of community, where we all started learning about each other a little bit more, the holiday gala, I think, brought us all together in ways that we haven't, you know, experienced in the past. I think that the next logical step is for everyone to start working together. I think that we have such talented people in the league and we're planning on adding another dozen. All right. So I'm sure that you talented people are going to go out and invite other talented people. Hopefully. That everyone has something that they can contribute. I know it. I'm sure of it. And that's what I want to see. I think I hinted at it before. I, I, I would love to see, for instance, Saks in the City take over the holiday gala. The, the Secret Santa aspect of the holiday gala, at least. And, and I think that she would be great with that. And it's something that she could contribute and manage. And that would take a lot off of my plate. And it would let me build something else. Do something else. Right? So not only do I want to delegate tasks to other people so I can free up some time to build new things. Like, for instance, calculating keeper values this later this summer. That would be great if we had a couple of people on it. Just, you know, having a team of people that understands how that works and handling it and double-checking it. That'd be great. There's a lot of other stuff that I think you could contribute to the LOL. For instance, a lot of you guys, I know that most of you work with beer. That's not, that's not the most helpful thing for me. But a lot, a lot of you work with audio. What the fuck is this podcast? It's just a little audio file. It's just a little MP3. Send me content. All right. I know some of you could make drops. Some of you could make songs. Some of you could sing songs. Why has no one sent me a song? Sing, sing me a song. Year of contribution. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see people coming out of the woodwork. You know, here's everything I've got. I've got these talents. I'd love to help with the website. I'd love to help with whatever. I'd love to contribute. Here's, here's some fresh digital cookies I baked for you. Boom. Give them to everybody. Split them up. That's what I think. I think if you guys like this podcast, if you if you like the holiday gala, if you, those of you that were here the year before last, if you liked the draft survival kits, if you liked like all these things that go along with it, if you like that shit, if you liked what we did with Omega and you want to make it crazier, contribute. Jump in. I, I Slack's the first place to go. Slack is the very first place to go if you want to contribute. We can build extra channels in there if you'd like to work with other people to build stuff. We're going to have amendment proposal season coming up in just a couple of months. Like This is the time to start brainstorming. What can I contribute? I could do something. I know I can. And that should be all of your off-seasons, I think, in my personal opinion. Now, anyways... Enough of that. I'm sure I'll wrap the show with the with the, you know, reaching back to the year of contribution and the ideas there. But chew on that. I want everyone to chew on that. What can you, you know, what was it Kennedy, right? It's not what the United States of America can do for you. It's what you can do for the United States of America, something like that. Just substitute LOL for USA or whatever. You get it. Same thing. I'm basically Kennedy. I'm saying that. What can you do? All right. So what happened? (laughs) 
What? What? Splash. We had a lot go on. Ramble over, by the way. Sorry. Let's get back to it. Let me recap real fast because that was a little longer than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to run down real quick all the final matchups that mattered in week 17. Which, by the way, I can't wait till they extend the NFL season one more week again and we get to that sweet, sweet, sweet 18-week fantasy football season. That's going to be tasty. But until then, week 17 is our final week, uh, and we're going to start at the tippy top. We're going to start at the very tippy, tippy top of the Himalayas here in the Omega Championship. And the Omega Championship, man, let me tell you, briefly, Omega was awesome. I think it's going to be chaotic next year, um, but it's also going to be interesting being able to look at full rosters of people through the offseason, full rosters of teams, uh, and they're, it's not the keeper situation. You don't have to wonder, is Ball Spire going to continue having this player? You know, I think he, Brandon Ayuk, is Ball Spire going to... He will. Brandon Ayuk will be on Ball Spire next season. Like that, that makes a difference. It's kind of cool. So I think playing out the dynasty aspect is new for us and it's going to be fun, but also the qualifications to get into Omega for next year. I'm going to save that for some off-season episodes that we're planning, but that is going to be fun too. For now, Ball Spire beat Hammerhold 109 to 85. Wasn't really close. Hammerhold probably could have made a couple of extra decisions, but this is 10 foot's second Omega win. Asterix, 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 asterix. This first win was actually as a member of the Illuminati with Smoking Blunts filling in in the very first year that we had in Omega level. So 10-foot asterix, second Omega championship. So this time he did it in our first year of this dynasty format in this choose-your-own-adventure, attack-your-opponent-every-week format. Ballspire is champion. If you guys don't know this, Ballspire is nestled Nice and snug, right uh, on near Nicoballer Isle, I believe. Uh, it's a beautiful, pristine area, right on a giant lake. Um, beautiful place. So Ballspire wins, taking down Hammerhold, which was run by Blitz. The whole thing is kind of crazy because I think a lot of us thought that Higher Veil was going to make it with ter- Terrible Tally was there, managing the Higher Veil squad. Uh, and and he uh, and Battlejack's retreat were both potentially going to that final matchup. A lot of us thought that that could be the sign of a potential prophecy being fulfilled with both of those people having, I believe, majors, major victories. And at the time they were on a path to their respective level championships. So those three things would have done it, but both of them lost Omega. Sorry. They, they did qualify though. So most of these teams are coming back. I did not qualify. I will be losing Lockshore unless I can somehow get in through the lottery. But uh, we're going to see, obviously, 10-foot will represent Ball Spire again, Terrible Tally. He will represent Higher Veil. Blitz will represent him. Well, actually, I don't know if Blitz qualified. We're going to save that for another episode. But pretty awesome. It doesn't hurt when you've got Brandon Ayuk and Puka Nakua. Makes quite a difference right there for 10-foot and Ball Spire. Congratulations to him. That was... uh, you know, I just I can't, can't wait. I can't wait to do that again. I can't wait to to play with the ideas that I know you guys have for what it can be. All right. And I'll and I'll stop there with the Omega stuff. I know you guys, if you're not in it, it's a little FOMO. But now's your chance. Now's your chance. Stack those schmeckles. We've got one game left in the Super Bowl this week. 
gamble some schmeckles because you got to stack them up quick and you can get into Omega if you win that lottery. All right, so on to the same level championship won by none other than Terrible Tally. That's right, Terrible Tally, 106.94 over high decibels, 70.68. I was kind of hoping for a .02 victory here, but it didn't happen. Terrible Tally dominates in the final. Now, this wasn't necessarily because he was fantastic. 107 is not bad, but high decibels collapsed, man. He really did. Dobbs, Kittle, and the Raiders' defense all failed to show up on that Sunday. Not fun, man. Not fun. Terrible Tally literally ran away with it on the back of Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, man, I think he was a humongous reason why Terrible Tally did so well in the second half of the season. I do believe Terrible Tally also had Tyreek Hill, correct? And so did Booyah. So that's an also uh, an obvious through line right there between the two. Um, Tally, congratulations, man. Like, you deserve it. You've, If some of you don't know, Tally's first year was the year of the Big Gay Getaway. And he was remote. He didn't even get to come to the Big Gay Getaway. It was it, He didn't get to go. Everyone else from the league was there except for Tally. That was his first year. He was on a little, a little laptop in that big room that we were all in. Uh, and uh, that was funny to me. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, he's got a really weird perspective of this whole thing because he's the only remote person and he's watching us drink Malort over here in Ocean City. Um, yeah, and he stuck around. That's like over a decade later, I think, right? Something like that. I don't know. A long-ass time, I think about 10 years, <laughs> and, and, and here he is. He's got his victory, and as long as you win one championship every dozen years, then you're right on track, right? So high decibels, we'll see you in 12. I don't know. How, what year will it be? 2036. I'll call it now. High decibels is your 2036. Nope, 2035. I'm going to give it to him in 2035. That's going to be fun watching him return in 2035 if we're still around. But anyways, terrible tally's got it now. He's already got the hammer. He's going to have to get the engraving done soon. Uh, and that's going to be nice, man. It's not it's it's uh it's nice to know that we're we're passing it around to someone new. Regardless of it being tally or whoever, it's nice that a a, a new person, a new family gets to have that uh, for the year. It's nice. So enjoy your time up north, Hammer. It's going to be cold as shit. All right, third place matchup. Here's some sour sacks. Not literally sacks. Her husband, though. Blitzed. Blitzed wins third place in same level. 97.1 over Bapes' 64.88. Yeah, Bapes... um, she disappointed our house straight up. Not going to lie. She did. I don't really have much to say about that. I, you know, the one thing I'm going to remember about this year is, um, Raheem Mostert on the dolphins. My, I'm a lifelong fan, by the way. And I wasn't expecting Mostert's. I think he had season high, right? The whole league. He had so many touchdowns, like 21 touchdowns or some shit. I did not expect that. And neither did babes, but she got him. I, I think she may have picked him up in the, waiver wire or was a late round draft pick Mostert, I'm not sure, but she kept calling him monster from like early on monster, monster, monster. I'm like, fuck, who is she talking about? Mostert. And he's a monster. So she was right. She was right. But here little short, she did not think that she was going to make it to the championships. So when she lost the semi to tally, I think she lost the tally. 
can't remember. I believe so. She was, you know, uh, disappointed, but also kind of looking to to square that 150 or 140, whatever you win when you get third place. So yeah, didn't didn't feel good. Blitzed, um, he couldn't make it count in hammer hold, like we just talked about. And he stumbled his way into a buy here in same level and ultimately ended in third. I, I don't know if he's disappointed or if he's like, hey, I'm I'm glad I made it. Like I, I mentioned in the opening, horseshoes and hand grenades, very close in both levels, in Omega and in same level. He's right there at the end, and that's all you can really ask for in fantasy is that you're in the semifinals, and you're there. And he was so close, and he just couldn't, couldn't pull home either of them. He did get this victory. I guess you'd consider it a victory. But if you remember, I was calling Blitzed a fraud way early. And, and to be fair, he had a very, very, very high luck rate. Now, that luck rate came down throughout the season. He did prove himself a little bit. And again, I'm not saying he proved himself. His team proved itself to be a little bit better uh, at the end of the year. Uh, and then the, the playoffs are the playoffs. He also benefited from a little bit of a collapse by high decibels, which granted blitzed that first round by and which is why I say he stumbled into it. I think high decibels kind of stumbled out of that position and handed it to blitzed and the rest is history. Uh, and then high decibels losing in the final and neither of them really win. It's, you know, that's a wash, but I think high decibels, by the way, I think he got a PlayStation five off of that. Not bad. I, I'm not sure what terrible tally spent his grand prize money on. Hopefully it was something for holding court. Like, putting up with his shit. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Next game, second chance championship. Now, some of you guys are like, why do we celebrate this second chance championship? It's really just like, who finishes in fifth place? But uh, let me explain to you, because I think if, if you look closely, it makes sense. All right, so we we don't celebrate fourth, because fourth place means that you lost in the final week of the season. You can't be celebrated when you finished on a loss, so no one cares about fourth place, all right? So you get to have the first place, second place, and third place. Second place is just because you're there, right? And people would riot if you don't get money for second. But I'm here for it. You want to propose that? <laughs> Let's decrease the money for second place and make things real crazy. But anyways, we don't celebrate fourth place because they lost. That, that team just lost. So what the fuck do I care, right? But fifth place... Fifth place just won multiple games in a row. Fifth place just won two, at least two games in a row, possibly three, depending on where you came from. In this case, Fornicators, 118. Nope, I just fast forwarded. That is the farm second chance championship. In this case, Danger Crazy DC, 111.76 over AOL for Life's 110.0. That's right, a 1.76 point victory. These two DC heads, they tried to set each other on fire, but only one of them flamed out as Danger Crazy took third away from AOL. Even though the DAC stack, they did show up. They they showed up and they showed out for 50 plus points. But somehow, and I didn't take notes, Danger Crazy did it. I don't know who's on his team. I don't remember. It's been a month. Sue me. But that that right there, Danger Crazy DC Two wins to finish the season out. Strong wins. Second chance championship. 
That's why we call it something. That's why it gets a label. That's why he's being he, he's held up on a higher pedestal here than Bapes is for finishing in fourth. Because the final week of the season, she couldn't get it done. But he did. Multiple weeks. In fact, Bapes lost twice, if you think about it. Fourth place, they lost the last two weeks of the year. They had to lose to get into the third place matchup, and then they had to lose the third place matchup too. So fourth place, he ain't shit. No no offense. So save level, second chance championship, Danger Crazy DC. Congrats to him. Hopefully he doesn't get lit on fire in this offseason. That would not be cool. So the final matchup that we care about in our playoff system, every every matchup matters. It does. It tells you where you finished in the in the standings, yada, yada, yada. But nobody really cares who finished in seventh. No offense. So who finished in last, right? So the same level AOL relegation matchup, the championship, the anti-championship was a, a, a smoke and blunts and gone deep. And wouldn't you know it, smoke and blunts wins 116 to 73. That's just not fair, man. It wasn't supposed to happen like this. Blunts was supposed to be the one to go. He traded everything away. He's just ruined. He's burning bridges. He's just fucking he's shitting everywhere. He's wiping shit on the walls. <laughs> that escalated. And then, then here we go. And then, and then it happened. I, I, I alluded to it earlier. Gone Deep started benching his, in hindsight, he was benching his presume presumable starters. Like the people that fantasy pros would be like, duh. You should start this person. Again, it's been over a month. I don't remember who it was. I could go look, but I don't fucking care. So he goes and benches players that were dozens of rankings higher than the ones that he replaced them with. Suspect. Immediately suspect. And I believe it happened like just like late in the week or in the weekend. This wasn't like an all-week event. He's got this crazy lineup at the at the end of the week. We've got this weird, these weird decisions being made by Gone Deep in a relegation matchup against Smoking Blunts, and they're both like winking at each other on Slack, like almost literally, like emoji winking, like "Hey, what's up, bro? Oh, wish you the best of luck. Oh, nothing nefarious going on here, bro. Oh no, bro." So of course I'm gonna be like, "Well, what the fuck is happening?" I don't know. I still don't know. But anyways, what what? Gone Deep did actually worked for him. His team was just that bad where it just didn't matter. He did start players that scored more points, but it just didn't matter. He only scored 73 points. He got relegated. He was just promoted, I believe, two years ago. And then here we are. Right before Big TDs was Gone Deep. So Gone Deep, back in the farm, inheriting Booyah's roster. And Booyah will be inheriting Gone Deep's roster, which silver lining on all of this and having Blunts not be relegated is that he has to eat those decisions now and he has to operate a draft this year with a couple of fewer picks. And now it's on him. So now, it's well, it's on everybody else in the same level. Now's your chance. Kick him while he's down. Relegate Blunts. 2024, year of contribution. Year of Blunts' relegation. <laughs> I'm saying it. 
I'm saying it. All right. And about let's I gotta pick up the pace here. All right, let's go. All right. Farm championship. Booyah, 97.98 versus hanging with Hernandez, 79.66. I really, 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 really wanted hanging with Hernandez to win this game. Cause I <laughs> I just I feel like Booyah wouldn't realize what happened. He would have been like, What? Who? Is this some college bro? <laughs> But he did it. He pulled it out, you know, just like Tyreek Hill should learn how to do. He he pulled it out successfully. Uh, and Booyah is going back to the place that kicked him to the curb last year. After the DeMar Hamlin situation, after proper football refused to have a gentlemanly wager in the playoffs, after all of that happened in 2022-2023, Booyah spent one year in the farm and beat the shit out of us the whole time. This wasn't even close. He entered into the farm tournament as the number one seed, and it wasn't even close. He was at the top of the power rankings of the entire LOL for nearly the entire year. Back and forth with terrible tally. Again, Tyreek Hill, Eskimo brothers over here. So that kind of helps. But that was just, that was it. That was the story of the year was terrible tally booyah. Booyah, terrible tally. If you go back to these podcasts, the intro is either me saying terrible tally or booyah every single other week. We're talking about one of them. So he pulled it out. It wasn't surprising. Hanging with Hernandez barely made the playoffs. Somehow won her semifinal matchup by scoring like, I don't know, 80 points or something ridiculous. We talked about it in the last episode, but it was a month ago. Give me a fucking break. Okay. All right. So I, I really thought that she had a shot here. But it wasn't until Clyde Edward Delaire scored zero points. And I'm not even sure if he played. I don't, I don't know if he actually played that game. Like it, a damn shame. Not that that would have made up the difference. Likely not. But just so close. So close. That was a that was an 97 or 98 points was an attainable goal for hanging with Hernandez, I think. It was so close right there. And if she would have won a title before Coheeds, it would have been the most beautiful thing in the world. Like name a more pretty thing. No offense, Coheeds. I, honestly, I think he'd agree. That would be hysterical. That would be beautiful. And it would be deserving. It would be a great word. Deserving. But she didn't. Uh, and I loved having her on the last episode. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, finally getting to hear her voice uh, and, and put a voice with the horrible name hanging with Hernandez <laughs> and just knowing that there, you know, how the thoughts go through her head as to whether or not she wants to return every year. And she ultimately follows holding court begrudgingly back into the LOL for another year of Molly whopping. But here she is second place. I mean like that. She probably really still wishes she had won, but this is her best year ever. And and in second place is is nothing to shake a stick at. It's great, it's fantastic. She will remember this for quite some time until she wins. Now, damn shame, Booyah escaped way too easily, way too easily. But I got to give it to him, man. Like historically, if I go through the SQL Server, historically probably one of the best teams we've ever seen in the LOL tally and Booyah historically. We're talking jackhammer levels of dominance. Jackhammer levels. All right. 
Next matchup that matters, Farm third place. This was Big Ballers game. Big Ballers 117.9 over Joe Gabagool's pitiful 66.7. Not even close. Baba. Oh, my God. This was just a brutal domination. Ballers with Devontae Adams while Gabagool watched Tony Pollard get hit with Rico charges. Bad. Bad, bad, bad ending. But you know what? I am proud of Gabagool. That, like, what an amazing year for Gabagool. For someone to come in here first year, never been in the LOL before. He, he, he took a lot of y'all by storm in Slack early on. Hysterical. He's a meme lord. He's making up memes left and right. He's got this whole Italian persona that we've... It's new to us, man. And we ate it up like little kids at... Uh, Olive Garden, <laughs> the bad Italian restaurant. That Gabagool is such a good addition here. I, I was like, straight up, one of my favorite episodes to record this year was the interview with Gabagool. Uh, I was shocked as I'm learning things about him that, that we just we have so much still left to unpack with him. So that's fantastic. Uh, but let's not talk about him anymore. He lost badly. Big ballers, man. What a what a year for big ballers. I think it's his second season with us. Um, and to have this, I know this isn't what he wanted. I think he was right there in the second seed uh, under Booyah in the farm playoffs. And then he lost uh, in the semifinals right after his bye. Uh, and then he ended up here. Uh, he was extremely strong at the end of the season. Very, very, very strong roster outlasted uh, a lot of us and you know this the, i guess this is good you get the third place i think you got a little bit of coin back that's not bad but man what a domination 117 to 66 congratulations to big ballers um yeah i think next year he's he's going to be big ballers is going to be difficult to beat i think so i do i just have a feeling All right. next game that matters Farm second chance championship. Again, Joe Gabagool lost the final two weeks of the season. So nobody cares about fourth place. Let's talk about fifth place. And this was Fornicators dominating 118 over Coheed's 84. The prince that was promised. Caters. Yeah, it, Tally was close at the end to the prophecy, but Caters might have been closer at one point. He had a chance to activate this prophecy, but fell just short at the end. Silver lining was he got to enjoy this second chance championship with Brandon Ayuk and the 49ers defense. And to those of you that don't know, he's kind of a psycho for San Francisco. So congratulations to Caters getting the second chance championship. You get a fancy little badge. That's what we used to say. I don't even know if that happens anymore, but it is kind of cool. Write your name in the history books that you won the last couple of weeks of the year to get you to this place. And you got the second chance championship. You almost had it, though, man. You almost were there with the prophecy. In order to get the prophecy, you got to win a major, you got to win your level, and you got to win Omega, and you got to win the cup. You got to do all four of those things. And he was right there at the end. Just couldn't do it. Uh, but second chance championship, not bad, man. Good silver lining. And then the final matchup that doesn't really matter, but it will matter next year is the farm AOL because we are going to be adding another level underneath of the farm. So this time next year, this matchup will be for all the marbles. 
and someone is going to get pooped out of the farm into the other level. You are going to be relegated. And if it were to have been this year, oh, shreddy, shreddy, shreddy. I'm sorry, man. It would have been a bad time. That would have been you sitting on the uh, the scale of justice there at the end. I mean, Tutties, 94. Shreddy, four fingers, 80. And a 14-point victory. Shreddy became one of my favorites this year. Right there with Joe Gabagool. Two, I mean, this might be an all-time best year for who people that we added. Right? Tutties was great, even though right here at the bottom. Uh, and Shreddy, Joe Gabagool, like just... I think we've got some long-term members that just showed up. It reminds me of the year that we added proper football in 10 foot. I think that we're going to experience something similar here. Um, Shreddy's one of my favorites. The holiday gala and what he did was amazing. I'll talk about it later, but he's lucky right now that we don't have another level of relegation because KJ Osborne killed him. It was just brutal at the end. I feel sorry for him. He couldn't, couldn't pull it out. But again, this was just this was just uh, we're going through the motions here with this AOL. There was no punishment with it. He doesn't have to worry. He gets to be in the farm next year. But next year, if he pulls this shit again, buh bye, you're gonna go down a level and you're not gonna like it. Well, you maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you will. And that's it, folks. That's it. That's uh that's all the shit that mattered. That is all the shit that mattered. And uh and with that, I, 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 you know, I wanted to get into what I was thinking. Obviously, I thought about the theme for 2024 and for what I thought it was for 2023. I think we still did the community thing with this podcast, becoming a little community, a little networked interview community where we all learned a little bit. And then in 2024, I said, you know, year of the contribution, year of the contribution. I think that that's, that's the ticket for us. You guys got to start pitching in a little bit, not monetarily, although I'll take it, but pitch in with some content, pitch in with some, some digital cookies. You know what I mean? Hook it up and shout out to, to fornicators for doing better ball this year. I don't have that on my list. Sorry, but that, that is a great example of someone coming in and saying, Hey, I got this idea. Let me take care of it. And that's, that's what I want. I want to have ideas executed by you guys, all right? Because I, in my personal life, I feel like as I get older, I always, I'm always into something. A, like a renaissance man in a way. <laughs> uh, people that call themselves renaissance men are not renaissance men, but you know, a little bit maybe. But I, I, as I get older, I find myself always wanting to get into something new, um, a couple of years ago, I kicked my video game addiction, which opened up a bunch of time. No more Call of Duty. But now I feel like I'm always into something. So I wanted to tell you guys the things that I'm about to get into. First up, new 10 gigabit network here in my house. And what does that mean? I'm not going to bore you guys too much, but I am going to be installing a crazy fast network in my house. I have insane fiber internet right to the side of my, my house here. They just installed it a couple of weeks ago. I've upgraded. I, I just purchased a gigantic roll of ethernet, uh, cat six. We're going to be installing that in my house. It's going everywhere. I got underground direct burial rated cable. In other words, I'm going to be busy for the next couple of weeks. I am building this network 
And that's what I'm getting into because I'm into it. It's a hobby, but it's related back to the LOL indirectly, directly because in-house LOL hosting this year. That's right, you fuckers. I am no longer going to be on Microsoft Azure after I'm done with this network upgrade. I'm going to have a beautiful server rack decked out to the brim, and we are going to be hosting the League of Levels website from the room I'm sitting in right now. Now, what does that matter? Well, there is a cost involved to hosting, and I've kind of been absorbing that, and some of you have mentioned that we should probably cover those costs as a league, and I agree. So I want to decrease those costs. I want to host the website. I want to host the podcast. I want to host all of that, and I want to do a billion simulations. I can't do that on Azure. There's too many limitations and it costs too much. So in-house LOL hosting, we're going to do it. But I got I got so much that I'm going to do. I mean, tropical garden expansion. Some of you guys know that I got I'm a gardening fiend, man. I got this garden out back and I'm going to be extending it a ridiculous amount. I am going to be extending my garden at least like another 40 feet. I'm going to be filling it with insane uh, tropical plants. I'm thinking about putting little pathways in there, secret hidden pathways, maybe a hammock or something hidden in there. I'm going to do crazy bamboo. It's going to be nuts. This is going to take me a long ass time, but I'm always into something, man. I am. I just can't stop. And then it, and when I come inside from working in the garden and I wash up and I sit down and I look at my computer, I'm, all, I'm into something else. We're going to be doing the Omega proposal concepts. I'm going to have a channel dedicated we already have it it's called battle world on slack where we're going to be discussing all spring and summer what we want to do with omega there's so many different things there's some of you DD nerds have some ideas that i have never heard about before i'm here for it i just need to know how it works we're going to work together on how we can build this into the website which will be hosted here next year that's going to be something but then you know it's not going to be but just a couple of more weeks and then I am always in Orlando City Soccer's back, man. Like, I literally, I think CONCACAF starts in just a couple of weeks. Like, Orlando City, baby. I'm going to be going to so many games. I love the MLS. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. If you have a local MLS team, let me give you a little bit of advice. I never said this before with NBA or MLB or NHL or whatever the fuck else you could watch on a regular basis through the spring and summer. If you're looking for something to occupy your time without American football, try football. Trust me. If you've got a local team, if you live in a city that has an MLS squad, you're in luck. Because it is the one of the most uh, entertaining events that you can go to. It's one of the most affordable events, honestly. If I'm comparing just going to the Orlando City soccer game or an Orlando Magic game, it's not, it's not even close. It's not even close. And then you can get every single game on Apple TV Plus. Like, I'm good all year. I'm going to be watching two Orlando City games a week for the whole year. I'm into it, man. I'm always into that, but I'm always into something else, too, and on to the next one. Draft survival kits are back, baby. You guys wanted them. We're bringing them back. I'm into it. You're into it. Why don't we 
contribute. We could collab on these draft survival kits. Those of you that are new here, the year before last and a couple of years before that, we've done these things where we send boxes out to everybody for the draft. You have to pay for it. And it'll be filled with goodies, shit you weren't expecting. It's kind of a joke. It's kind of serious. It's kind of fun. It's kind of stupid. But those are back. We're going to do that. But that takes planning. That takes time. That takes contribution. That's why I need you guys. What do you want these boxes to be? All right? We're always into something, and I'm always into something. I am always into something. Vacation time. I'm going to go back to the island. I go to this place called Little Gasparilla Island, and I'm going to kick my fucking feet up for another week. I go every year. Our family loves Little Gasparilla Island, and it's just my favorite place in the world. So I encourage all of you to also kick your feet up at some point because we got a lot of work to do. New level edition. We got to start inviting people here. And I'm talking like a dozen solid members. If you want to know a reference point, get a load of Joe Gabagool. You want to know a reference point? Get a load of Shreddy Fingers. I want a dozen of them. Now, preferably not all men. I get it. That's going to skew that way. But let's not all let's let's not let them all be men. All right. Let's be uh let's be inclusive here a little bit. All right. So we got a lot to do with that. New level edition. I need you guys to start sending me your nominations. Email me. But I got other shit going on. Always, oh my god, it's never ending. It's never ending. But my kid is going to high school. What the <laughs> fuck? I have a kid that's going to high school. I do. Guys, this kid wasn't born when we started the league. Well, yeah, wasn't born. My kid's going to high school this year. Just wanted to put that in the list because it should make you all feel old. We, the league is old enough to be in high school. Think about that. And we got one more though. A new website, a new website. I know everybody loves the website that we've got, but I want to do something new to celebrate the new in-house hosting that we will have here in the podcast studio. But I want it to be on a, and this will only matter to a couple of people on the that listen to the show, modern web framework. All right. I want all of, a lot of people here I'm learning know how to build shit on the web, but maybe they don't know how to build it like I do. They do it differently. I want to make the platform more easily adoptable. So I'm going to be learning how to do it their way. And we're going to do things in a new way. You're going to be probably not so noticeable to most users. But I think by reconfiguring the way that the website works, I'll be able to allow more people to contribute. Contribution. The more people that can contribute to the website, the more shit we could do. Like this podcast got a little busy through the year and guess what never got done? Parlays. I'm sorry. I wish it could. I wish I could have got to that, but I didn't. So if we can have more people working on the website, we can have a lot more shit going on. We can build a lot more stuff. So I want to start on that. And these GPTs, man, I don't have to know those new frameworks. I can just go to GPT and be like, Hey, I want to build it using this. And it's going to be like, here's how you do it. It's the best thing ever. And I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole explaining GPTs to you, but if you want to contribute and you're doing something digital, 
consider a GPT of some sort because it's going to help you. It's going to help you out, man. It it just will. It just will. So that's it. I, I'm always into something with that. Like I, I'm constantly finding something new and what's next and what am I going to fill my time with? So when you guys are sad about fantasy not being around, which, you know, you're, you're probably enjoying the time off right now, but give it a couple more weeks, wait until April and you're going to be like, fuck, take my advice, get into something now. And I would love it if that thing that you got into can somehow directly or indirectly benefit LOL. If it's, you know, I want to learn how to make a jingle and I send it to Buddy and he's going to put it on the show. That'd be funny. Now, that that's all the stuff I'm going to get into. And I real quick, I wanted to go through all the stuff that we got into this season. So real quick, I keep saying that. And I, it's over an hour in. We ain't going quick. I might as well slow down at this point. Let's go one by one. This is the part of the intro where I would normally do a funny voice or tell a story or tell you guys some ridiculous thing from a, from one of my favorite TV shows. You know, This is where I would normally do that. So let's go back through and let's just revisit those. And I, I pulled a little bit out of each one. So let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Jackie was left with a vast debt in a castle he couldn't afford. His friends, while sharing a drink at the local tavern, laughed, Jackie, in the game of higher veil, you either win or you owe. And when betting, never count your schmeckles before they're minted. From that fateful day, Jackie not only learned the price of overconfidence, but also the unpredictable nature of love and betrayal in higher veil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it's not bad, not bad for the first first one. I think that was episode three, though. I didn't start doing it for a couple of episodes, and then I decided to go full Game of Thrones, full Game of Thrones on the Omega level. Not bad. Ravens Gamble, classic story. Jackie Battle shouldn't have bought that castle, man. All right, what did we do in week four? No, it wouldn't be week four. This would just have been episode four. That'd be like week five or seven. I don't know. Episode four, AOL for life and a shocking act of rebellion attempted an insurrection at the League of Levels Capitol building. This ill-fated coup ended in disaster, sealing AOL's fate due to this grave technicality, sparring blunts from the darkest depths of the League, the farm. Emerging battered and haunted from this season, Blunts remains standing. His tale, an epic chronicle of survival and endurance in the twisting and harrowing League of Levels. <laughs> I mean, two weeks in a row here, we're getting serious and spooky, and I don't know, I guess this is a pattern here. We're trying to... Uh, Frighten you guys. This would have been in October, though, right? Yeah, this would have been uh, end of September, and then we're entering into October at this point. And then, uh, yeah, AOL attacked the Capitol. That actually happened, though. FBI. FYI. FBI. All right. What happened in episode five? Let's move along. We've heard the whispers, the chuckles behind our backs. They've written us off as mere footnotes. 
It is our duty to change this narrative. Fantasy footballers of the league unite together, together that we prevail. We must never cede control of our fantasy motherland to the games, my fellas. Fantasy warriors for honor, for glory, and for the true spirit of competition. Onward. <laughs> Again, super serious. I don't know, getting a little aggressive here. And you know what's funny? Those of you OGs, you'll know that when I used to write recaps for weekly stuff, you know, the equivalent to this podcast, but in text form, like every year I would have a Power to the Proletariat episode. It's like, uh, it's a throwback. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but it was a throwback to when I used to write these things every year. Without fail, there would be one that was somehow paralleled to communism. Like that's without fail. Look, I grew up on Rage Against the Machine. Look, I'm I'm gonna, at some point, you know, act like uh, Che Guevara. But yeah, that was that was fun. Bottom feeders unite, basically. Power to the proletariat, and uh, only Coheeds, I think, could pull the name for that music bed. What was that music, Coheeds? You tell me, man. Episode six. Let's see what happened. Oh my God! If we've lost our credibility. That means we've lost our listeners. That means all of this was for nothing. God damn it, buddy. I'm actually having a panic attack. I'm having a panic attack right now. Oh my God. Will you just settle down? Have another cup of coffee. I am, man. All right. All right. Well, fine. You know what, Jackie? Get this guy's cigarette. He's freaking out. Jackie? Who the hell is Jackie? Jackie. He's the one who tipped me off to all of this. Holy crap. Where did he go? You've lost your mind. You have lost your goddamn mind, buddy. <laughs> that was, uh, I was waiting to do that one. I just, I had to do the Charlie Day, man. I had to go full conspiracy. Jackie's not real. I did. You know what? That was a fun one with the different voice filters. I might have to do that again. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Episode seven, Shreddy got shafted. That doesn't sound nice. And Shreddy Fourfingers, we've been talking about him. Oh, boy, also 5-11, and 11, and it's not looking pretty. He took Garrett Wilson in the first round, and now he doesn't even want to be around anymore. Alexander Madison in the second. Apparently, he let everyone else eat all the fully loaded nachos, and he got mostly just, like, chips. Like, mostly just chips. Like, nothing on them but, like, a little bit of cheese and maybe one little nugget of meat. <laughs> My favorite part is when Tim Robinson says a little nugget. He kind of just like like stumbles over the words. And that's like my favorite delivery out of the whole thing is just like maybe one little nugget of meat. One little nugget for Shreddy. Shreddy, you got to get in there and get the nachos, man. You can't just let everybody take all of the fully loaded ones. That was a fun one. All right. What else were we going? What were we doing here? After that, am I following up that with something good, right? It's got to be good. We've all got our favorite mall regulars, those players who've been good to us in the past. But just like Blart had to let go of his old security tactics when the mall got taken over, we've got to look at the here and now. Yesterday's heroes might not fit today's game plan. Coheeds, you've been riding the Herbert Express all season, but even Paul Blart knows when it's time to switch gears to avoid smashing into a minivan. Player performance isn't a loyalty program, even if you are a lifelong fan. (laughs) 
I love the lifelong fan bit. God damn it. That's a great one. And it made me smile that week when Coheed said he was a lifelong fan of the Chargers. And he just, he gets it. He just gets it. So I, you know what? We should get him a Justin Herbert jersey. That'd be, you know what? Never mind. Don't do that. Don't do that. And oh, Paul Blart too. Did he really deserve his own intro here? I don't know. There is just, there's no guardrails on this show at all. There's no producer. There's no one holding me back. I watch one bad movie and all of a sudden I'm fucking talking about it for an hour. I'm telling Kat, like, babes, sorry, who's Kat? I, I'm telling her, I did a, the funniest Paul Blart thing. It's going to be so good. They're going to love it. Just so dumb. God damn it. And what did I follow that up with the next week? So avoiding relegation, it's about honor, strategy. And yeah, a little bit of that Italian flair. Whether you're trading like a boss or scouting like an old wise guy, make sure your moves are as smooth as a glass of fine Shananti. And when that deadline hits, let it be said that you played the game with the passion of a fiery Italian, the cunning of a seasoned Don, and the heart of someone who knows their way around a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, that, I fucked that up. I did. Chianti. I still don't know how to say it. Chianti? Chianti? I don't, I just, I don't know what that word is. I've never, I just Googled it. Like what, you know, what we'd call a, a nice bottle of wine. And then it said that. And I just, it's like it's C-H. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, but at least it made you laugh. I guess, you know, I could just pretend like I did that on purpose. I don't know. So then you got me on that one. All right. I was, my, my feelings were hurt, but I had to go back. I had to do another fucking episode. So what's next? And then there's me, Buddy Danger, knocked out of the playoffs while Blunts dances around with a 35% chance. God. It's like watching your beautifully crafted souffle collapse right as you take it out of the oven. And there I was thinking I'm the rum ham of this league only to find out that I'm just a fucking green bean casserole. So there you have it. The LOL Thanksgiving special, a feast of triumphs, surprises, and a few burnt rolls. But hey, that's fantasy for you. It's always sunny in the league of levels, even when you're like me, scraping your dreams off the kitchen floor. I, that's pretty, that's sad. That's a sad one. And you know what? I want to say that the Chianti thing did it. You guys pushed me over the edge right before Thanksgiving. And I became depressed. That's not, don't do that before Thanksgiving. Can't do that to people. Next episode. And there we have it. Terrible tally. He's all the way at the top enjoying a moment of respite. He will face an unexpected twist, though, when Tyreek Hill's legs, a crucial part of his strategy, will fail him, leading to a dual defeat in both the semifinals and the next-level cup final against Fornicators. And finally, the grand finale where High Decibels, the defending champion, falls in an epic clash against Bapes, defeated and losing the hammer by a mere 0 0.02. Points. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's a, anytime I can sneak a 0 0.02 in, that's a great one. And I do think I, I didn't know I could do that, that voice. 
I didn't know I could do. I had it in me. I didn't know. And I, that's that guy's coming back. Also, I didn't get any of those predictions right. <laughs> Other than high decibels will lose the championship. I, none of that came true. The fornicators didn't do nothing. Bapes didn't make it to the final. None of that happened. Those predictions were bad. I'm sorry. Now, granted, I think that would have been the first week in December. Like, give me a break. But, uh, yeah, way off. What did we do in week, or not week, episode 12? I wonder what people like about me. Probably my jugs. Of fantasy knowledge and insight, obviously. What else could it be? I talk a lot, especially on Slack, so I don't know. I've learned to just tune myself out. I bet you've wished for that superpower, too. I'm sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. So, yes, I'm in the farm AOL, and I'm running away from my responsibilities. It feels good since I'm not dealing with the possibility of relegation. However, I am seeing a new league snowball underneath the farm, and in the end, the greatest snowball isn't a snowball at all. It's fear. I feel God in this chilies tonight. <laughs> I always feel God in chilies. Anytime I go into chilies, you're going to feel God. And speaking of chilies, I recently, I took the boys. Again, I got one going into high school. So I got to start, you know, telling them what's up. So I took them to a place called Twin Peaks, which I don't know if you guys know what Twin Peaks is. Basically Hooters, right? Is how it was sold to me. And I went in there and I will never be back. Ask me on Slack. I can't talk about it. It's gross. Twin Peaks. Two thumbs down. But Chili's felt God in there. Love the office. That might have been the easiest intro to write. I I know too much about that show. I do. So following that up, it, <laughs> I don't think I could top the fucking office. Wow. I like this guy. Yeah, I really like this guy. I like, I like my whole league, actually. I love my league. I'm just trying to do something exciting by having a league of all really bad people. I just want to feel cool and dangerous, and I want people to like me. Maybe I try too hard to be like a wild guy. I just want people to think I'm fucked up really bad. I want them to think I'm, I'm a fucked up person. I really would like people to say when I walk out of rooms, hey, that guy's fucked up. Wow. That guy's wild. He seems like he's fucked up. Danger Crazy's a badass and he's not going to live very long. Okay, all right. <laughs> this is Danger Crazy's not going to live very long. <laughs> that is... One of the all-time greatest Tim Robinson bits, and it's not even on the show. You got to seek that one out. That's a uh, God. It, that one made me laugh so much that I was just like, I'm going to just do this. This is this week. Obviously, I'm not going to get this out of my head, so I might as well just perform it, but change some of the words. Like that's That's as far as the genius went there. I was just like, copy, paste, done. Excellent. No notes. Too funny. All right, so we must have been getting right around Christmas time. Now we're on episode 14. What did we do here? And in a dramatic turn of events, proper purposefully 
lost this year's relegation tournament. Booyah, shocked yet overjoyed, won the farm tournament and was promoted. Proper, now relegated, couldn't be happier. He threw a relegation celebration party, serving tea and scones and jovially declaring, there's no more to life than winning and I'm shuffed to bits to be here. The community, once rife with tension, now roared with laughter and sportsmanship. Proper, in his newfound role, became the league's most beloved and humorous figure, often seen cheering on while sipping tea and quoting Shakespeare. Booyah, back where he belonged, played with renewed vigor and joy, embodying a spirit of fair play and camaraderie that Proper Football had finally embraced. And that is the LOL Christmas Carol. <laughs> I mean, that was a little... In hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done the Christmas Carol. I I should have done... Uh, I should have done more of like a play, right? Maybe the Christmas Carol would have been good, but maybe the night before Christmas... The night before Christmas would be better for a narrator. Christmas Carol, I should have done a play with like multiple people playing roles. That would be fun. Maybe next year we'll do like a full-on LOL Christmas Carol and everybody has a role to play. Like, I, I think that's what I was honestly going for to just, yeah. And some of the stuff that I wrote down, I just, I should have written like easier to pronounce words. Like I was obviously stuttering and stammering and struggling with trying to get any of that out. Chuff to bits, chuff to bits. All right. I got one more. What did we do right before the championship? Let's see. Also gone deep. Njoku on Thursday night was a sneaky, sneaky play. But just like Coheeds, you got to park the car. Park the car and just turn it off. Forget about it. All right. AO for life. You have the Dax stat. Just keep jabbing them with the Dax stat. But bench the Bears running back. The Bears aren't allowed to win. They're not allowed to win. They have to get a better draft pick. Why would they win? High decibels. Amari Cooper's out, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Other than... UPS will also package the hammer, too, if you just bring it to them and give them Tally's address. It's easy. <laughs> I just, that was, uh, yeah, I, I, that was right on. Dead on prediction. Here's how you ship the hammer, you know? And I think he said he had to spend like 100 bucks to ship that bitch. Whoever pays for it, I never remember that rule. If there is one rule in the LOL that I never remember, it is who has to pay for the shipping of the hammer. I don't remember. I'm also never involved. <laughs> that could be why. I don't know. But anyways, guys, I mean, that was a lot. I think um, I probably put too many hours of work into the podcast for just what we heard just now. That was pretty weak. I think we could do better next year. I don't know, man. Contributions. Send them in, right? You gotta, you gotta do something, and I, I'm always into something, man. You guys, you, you should, you should take a cue from me, man. Take a cue from me. Get into something. It's uh it's, it's fun. Ten gig network in house, lol hosting, tropical gardens, Omega proposal concepts, Orlando City draft survival kits, Gasparilla Island, new level edition. I got a kid in high school. New website. What the fuck, guys? You too. You can also. You can be into something, man. Do it. You and me. All summer 
long. We have a great show for you today. Babes is here. Don't forget, leave me voicemails all off season. 407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. And don't go anywhere because we'll be right back after this with more LOL Show. Join us as we say goodbye to Roseanne, ABC Tuesday. And we're back. It's the LOL show. It's me, Buddy Danger. And I have this week's guest with me. It's it's none other than Bapes. Bapes is here. We did it. What's up? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so, yeah. So... I think people have wanted to hear from you. You you were at the Holiday Gala. Awesome event, by the way. I enjoyed it. But they didn't get to see much of you. Proper was disappointed. He definitely wanted to maximize you on his screen. So, but we brought you on the show for the finale. So we wanted to pick your brain. And I say we as a collective we. I'm assuming everybody else wants to hear from you. So I guess I'll start off with the easy question that everybody would want to ask you. And that is, what is it like being married to someone so great? I mean, it's exhausting. It's, <laughs> you know how I feel. I haven't, uh, I've never listened to the podcast, so I don't know what you do, but I hear the screaming <laughs> and I know how much time you spend on it. So I, I would uh, debate that. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm, I imagine it's like being married to a celebrity. It's, and you are not a celebrity, right? I'm a non-celebrity, so you know I'm doing the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you know you're you do more right. charitable work, so <laughs> you know that we don't have a huge income stream coming in from this type of. Activity. Well, not yet, not yet. I mean, and, and you know, on that, since you were talking about how much time you think, I mean, I don't know, I how impressive is it that I actually handle this whole thing without spending almost any time on it? I mean, I think perception and reality are very different. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I definitely, you know what, I'm lying. I'm trying to keep up the bit, and I spend way too much time on this shit. And I, I would like to say thank you for covering for me, because I definitely sit in here for way too long. These people, they're listening right now. They know that I ramble way too much. They don't know how much time I spend on this shit. So thank you for feeding the children getting them to bed, making sure everything else in the household is taken care of, and that somehow you still do better than me at fantasy. Oh, you're welcome. And he's, <laughs> I mean, you still do so much. I mean, you do, I mean, uh, you know, Buddy Danger handles uh, so much in the house and outside the house, and, you know, he's got a very demanding job, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so demanding, so demanding that I'm literally on Slack like 24 hours a day for four months out of the year. But I get it, yeah. So we both do a lot. No, Bapes. I don't secretly hate the <laughs> fantasy football league. And you know. 
I get Loathe it. the impending season. And it's difficult. Celebrate it, the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, I from your perspective, I mean, from my crow's nest, you know, I'm looking down on the league. I kind of see how this works every year. And I know how it works for Bapes. And it's not as fun for Bapes as it is for everybody else. Everybody else gets to just passively enjoy, you know, whatever we, you know, spit out there onto Slack or onto this RSS feed that they're listening to. Like, they just get to just ask for the download they don't have to experience what goes into it and i don't want to overblow it but it is you know for for two people as as old as we are now i'm putting way too much time into some shit that doesn't matter i mean it matters to the league and it's i mean it's important it keeps us together which i like uh but yeah also uh fuck this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it like this is the podcast has been, I mean, the blogs used to take me a while, but the blogs I could hide. I could hide the blogs and you thought I was working like, oh, he's diligently working at work. And I'm really just like writing a fucking novel for the entire week. And I'm like, oh, look at this eight page magnificent essay that I just wrote. And you're like, when did you have time to do that? And I could I could blend it in. Now I can't like pretend that I'm working and do this nonsense at the same time. So it's a little bit more obvious now. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> I guess. All right. So we got the apologies out of the way. So, you know, I guess the next question would be, why do you never thank me for being so famous? I didn't want to marry a famous person. So I had so many of those opportunities and, and I passed them all up to marry you. All right. Well, OK, that's fair enough. All right. So I, let's get back to the I was trying to think of like, what could I ask you about the LOL that would get a rise out of you or like so like what are you interested in with the lol because i think a lot of people are like you know babes doesn't care she doesn't pay attention and there's definitely a level i pay of attention to fucking everything and that's <laughs> why i hate it so much because i spend so much time looking at it it is th- that definitely makes it suck when you spend so much time looking at something and then it doesn't go your way or you fucking you really start hating someone and then it just i only ever feel adequate <laughs> I never feel anything more than that now. It's it's either that or I just like deep self-loathing and I just, you know, it ruins my holiday season. It does. It is. You know what? If we could move the fantasy season, that'd be ideal. It should I mean, be. Through- I don't want to cry on Christmas Eve. No, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But I think one of the things like when, when Babes and I are talking about the LOL in private and not recording it, we like to talk about villainy, you know, uh, and who is the current monster of the league. And forever. You got to have one. Forever. Some do it better than others. Yeah. uh, Fourth of Nine Inches was the resident, you know, piece of, uh, you know what, in Slack for a long time. And I mean that in a nice way. He was playing a role for a certain amount of it, but we don't have him anymore. So I guess my, my question would go, who is next up? Who is the next biggest villain that's supposed to fill those oddly shaped shoes? You need auditions. I do, I do need. I feel like we kind of had it this year on the podcast, you know, proper kind of tried it. But then he you know, he backed off when he sucked so much this year. So I, I don't know. It's I the feel, long pauses, dude. You got to. I mean, I thought there was a <laughs> yeah. wild. It is. a Yeah. He he likes to be. He has an art for for the drama, for the dramatic. You know, I, I feel like he's the one that could fill those shoes. But he needs to win again. And this year was not good for proper uh, for winning. He was definitely 
not great. So he couldn't really talk as much trash. Fourth was amazing for so long. I think that's what made him the best villain was he he won four championships with us. But proper football, if he gets back on the horse, I feel like he could fill the shoes of fourth. Uh, other than proper, is there anyone that you think could be the jerk? I mean... I have I, a right answer here. I'm going to ding your buzz you. Uh, I like the idea of Booyah being oh, our no. villain he, be, because he's he's so no no he's nice and it's you know you don't not every villain needs to be like someone you just can't yeah stand I right get it. I, I mean, get it, it I is, don't the league shouldn't be incredibly divisive so I am enjoying smoking blunts I feel like he's, oh he's great he's, he's great. stepping up as a villain uh in his his you know sarcastic ways. For sure. I definitely think that he cheated. I think he paid for his AOL victory. And it, I don't know. I I have no way of proving that. But I don't trust him. I feel like he's the perfect next villain. So if Proper can't get up, I think it's one of the two. It's Proper or it's Smoking Bloods. So I don't know. All right. So this week, we're finally doing the finale. We're finally doing the podcast. We finished the season uh, forever ago. Uh, but we wanted to talk about a little bit the Super Bowl. So we got the Super Bowl. We're recording this literally the day that we're trying to release it. We we are nothing if not punctual. So we are doing the show literally right before we're trying to upload this. It is Saturday, Super Bowl Saturday. We're going to have the, you know, the game is on in like 24 hours almost. Like we're ready for the game. Kansas City versus San Francisco. Babes, what do you just, uh, who do you just coin flip? Who's going to win the game? I, I have no idea. I mean, it's. <laughs> That's correct. Nobody knows. I mean, the, the even Vegas says it's only like a two point spread. So I think it's going to be a good game. Hopefully, it's a good game. That's all anybody really wants is a good. Unless you're like a diehard Chiefs fan, diehard 49ers fan, all you want is a close game comes down to something at the end and decent commercials and movie trailers. Right? That's all. That's all we want. That's all we want. But I, but since the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, I wanted to go back. Down memory lane real quickly, because one of the first episodes, I had a doctor on the podcast, Dr. Sarah. She came in. She is a subject matter expert when it comes to all things literature and comma Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift, she's an expert on Taylor Swift, had her on the show, and she made a prediction at the time about Taylor, Tay-Tay, and Travis Kelsey. So let's just go back in time. I don't think you had a chance to hear this, so let's go. Honestly, I can't believe I called you for this. This is insane that I am taking this seriously, but I am taking this seriously. I invested in Travis Kelsey, and yes, I've spent yeah. 13 minutes talking with a doctor about this, a SME. So really, let's just get to the heart of the question here. How much time does Travis have left before he literally can't score touchdowns anymore? Well, you know, I did see a very funny uh, meme that's taking off about this that's from the Barbie movie where it's the line from the movie where it says, Every day is a great day for Barbie, but it's only a great day for Ken if Barbie looks at him. And they're sort of applying that to Taylor watching Travis play the other day. And, you know, I do think she's very bewitching. I do think that she has a stranglehold on the people that she dates. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's incredible. She's impressive. I can I can only imagine what it's like for some of these men to sort of get caught up in that with her. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it's if they continue to date... I think it's very it's very possible he could just fall under the Taylor spell. All right, that that was like at the beginning of the season when we started that she actually said that 
he was going to fall under the Taylor spell if they kept dating. Does Taylor matter tomorrow? Of course, Taylor matters. <laughs> That's, right? I, give I don't. That. I'm not even a Swifty, and I think Taylor matters. Correct. Of course, Doctor Sarah knows. Yes, yeah. a genius. Sarah is a genius, and she had the goods that day. In hindsight, at the time, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing? Why are we talking about this?" And then look at that. We're gonna have to have Doctor Sarah on the podcast again, analyzing whatever kind of shit Travis Kelsey gets into in the off season. It's going to affect his draft capital, and Dr. Sarah will be all over that. But she, I think she might be right. Like, he's, we're looking at the interviews this week at the Super Bowl week, and he's completely distracted so much to the point where one reporter did not ask him a question about Taylor, and he asked the reporter why they did not ask him a question about Taylor. So I, it's, it's all in his head. It's in his head, and, and the, the Chiefs need this guy to perform. At like uh, in a, at another level against the 49ers defense. This is totally huge, huge, huge stuff. So, anyways, before we get into the 24, we're gonna do a a full breakdown, the power rankings in reverse. Uh, one question on off-season prep to Bapes. I did have this down. We 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 have you know summer plans every year. We like to go different places. This year in particular, though, we've we've recently acquired tickets to an event right before the LOL draft. And we're going to go see Train in REO Speedwagon. How much is this going to affect your ability to prepare for the draft next season? Uh, (laughs) Fuck you for sharing that information. Uh, Yes, I like both of those bands. Uh, Sue me. I have terrible taste in music. No, no. I love them. Ario Speedwagon is going to be fun. I think a lot of people that listen to this show will agree that that will be fun. I mean, neither will be good. (laughs) We're doing it, and it's happening. It'll be too hot. It's outside. Yes. In August. August in in Florida, Florida. Outside. Yes, at an at amphitheater. Hopefully, it's a nighttime show, right? I don't know. Oh, if it's daytime show, it'll be bad. I bought close parking. Okay, because right. <laughs> right. I'm lazy and I don't right. walk far. Let's get into it. All right, top twenty four. So this is the twenty four people that participate in this league next year. We're we're going to thirty six. So I don't know what we're going to do for the season finale next year. This is going to be too much to handle. Uh, but top twenty four, we're going to rocket fire through some of these because some of you guys suck. All right. And we're going to also go down memory lane with those of you that did join us on the show this year. I appreciate all of you. Those of you that turned me down when I said, hey, I want to have you on the show this week. And you were like, I don't think so. Fuck you. You're dead to me. I'll never talk to you again. I'm sorry that I went too far. I will probably ask you to be on the show when I run out of shit to do. All right. But we did talk to so many people when I'm going down the list of of shows this year and I'm, I'm picking through. I'm like, holy shit. It was like we... Learn so much about each other, and I I do, you know what, it's nice that Bapes doesn't listen to all of this shit, because I definitely embarrass myself way too much, way too often, but there is a uh, certain stuff that I wish that she had heard, so I brought that today, and, I, and I'm going to play it for her, but we're going to start with some people that didn't make it on the show, because they were losers this year, and that's Nukem, 24th in the power rankings, only four PowerPoints. And honestly, that's just like filling out your name on the SAT. Like you kind of have to have four points because you're going to just, you're going to get one point in each category. So that's the the bare bottom what you can do. Barely 23, uh, under 2,400 points overall. Actual record of 10 and 20. That's not good. A luck rate still 24th in the power rankings and he has a plus 18. Luck rate 
Still finished tenth in the uh, farm. Didn't finish in the last. That's a that's a pretty embarrassing overall season. Luckily, he didn't hit the farm AOL. He'd have been dropped if we had another level. Thoughts on Newcomb? I have one. Can't get worse from here. No, that's true. You can't get worse from Woo, here. Wasn't me. I that is true. Also, you know, not me. Not me. But I I like to think that uh, it it cursed it's all up him. from here. It is all up from here. Was it last year or the year before? I remember he's he's one that has brought someone to a draft party that wasn't part of the league. And I feel like that's always a rookie mistake is to bring someone to the draft that isn't involved. And then you're distracted by them. Oh, big rookie mistake. Now yeah. you have to entertain someone who has no interest in what you're doing oh for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah, you have to then balance the two. You're like, it's not going to be that much longer. We're only we're already in the third round, and then it's like three more hours go by. It's ten times worse if you want to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. <laughs> First and last date. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, so I think that was a rookie mistake. I don't think he did that this year, though. But not good, man. 24th. So 23rd, we go to Gone Deep, Gone Sleep. Some people say he did a 14er. I don't know if he made it up all the way. He lost his feet, I think. He doesn't have feet anymore. I don't know. Uh, PowerPoint's 11. I guess that's better than four. Uh, barely over 2,600 points. He also had a 10 and 20 record, just like Newcomb. Uh, a negative 9%, which means he probably should have done a little bit better than this. Uh, Newcomb actually got lucky to only do that bad. Uh, but this guy, gone deep. I don't, I don't know. I don't trust him. Did you follow any of the things at the end of the season with Smoking Blunts and Gone Deep in the AOL? I did, and we've seen something like this before. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It just, it smells. It smells of something. And that could be the fish that we cooked last night. We tried to cook mahi last night. This house smells like fish. What is happening? Disgusting. <laughs> so gone deep and, and smoking bloods. I'm just going to say, uh, allegedly, we're involved in something nefarious. Regardless, gone deep was relegated. He's the 23rd person in the power rankings. He finished last in the same level. He will be relegated. He will be replaced by Booyah. I mean, what the fuck? Here welcome we are. back, Booyah. And welcome back, Gone Deep. Right back to the farm. He only lasted in the same level for, I think, two years, right? He was he was promoted right before Big TDs was. So Gone Deep, right back to the farm. I think that's enough. We don't need to read anything else off that page. 24th and 23rd down. Let's move on. 22nd, Holding Court. You know what? I like Holding Court a lot. I'm so happy. I spoke to, to Hanging with Hernandez, actually, in a, in a podcast this year. And she says, very often... She considers not returning to the LOL, but then she's drawn back in because of holding court. So I appreciate that holding court, but you barely edged out gone deep. You had 12 power points. You also had a record of 10 and 20 in the, in your level. Uh, not too great. Your, your negative luck rate though. So you were also supposed to be a little bit better. You finished in ninth, very similar season and gone deep, except I'm not alleging that you accepted any bribes, you know? So there, there's that, there's that. So not a great season, but I do appreciate your enthusiasm for pulling hanging her with Hernandez back in and keeping that family all together. I do appreciate that. Agreed. Agreed. Adds diversity. We need that integrity. Yeah. And their house just got the 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 hammer, right? So I mean, like the hammer is literally living in holding court's home with her. So she gets to look at that now. I feel, you know. Oh, it's good luck. It's good luck. Yeah. It's good to be close to it. Congratulations to holding court. I mean, not for this finish, but, you know, for everything else, I guess. For, Take yeah. care of her. <laughs> so moving on, we got a newcomer. Didn't have the best finish. Actually finished in the last in the farm. 
Lucky that we don't have relegation here, Shreddy. Uh, t- 13 power points, barely better than holding court. 26-29 in total points. You guys, I mean, very similar seasons here. 11 and 20. 10% luck rating, too. Positive, yeah. positive. You got to do luck. more with that. Yeah. So you, you were actually lucky to be this good. You finished dead last. If we had another level, you'd be relegated. But, Shreddy, uh, Silver Lighting, I think I like you. I think you're going to be around for Love a while. Love the name. The, the name is nuts. I don't understand it fully. It definitely, I think it had something to do with him being on shrooms. I want to use it. Yeah. I, I mean, in a story. You should. Shreddy Four Fingers. That's, I mean, it's classic. It's uh, There's been some cool names in the past. Boondock Saints, I think of that. But we got Shreddy Four Fingers is ridiculous. Uh, uh, it, but I think I like him for what he Use did. Use it in a sentence. I don't... I, all I'm thinking of is the Tom Green movie, Freddy Got Fingered. And I don't think that... No. Remember that movie where he has like the hot dogs like hanging from the ceiling and he's... That's a fucking good movie. We should watch that. We just watched Ocean's Eleven last we're night. We should, we're, now we're going to watch Freddy Got Fingered. We're going in a marathon of 90s uh, movies. Early 2000s. But anyways, uh, Shreddy Got Shreddy got Fingered uh, was great this year. And uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was finished at the bottom. But what he did do that was great was the Holiday Gala. Uh, being able to get that delivery in real time where he had forgotten his gift from for uh, fornicator. So I guess it was kind of his fault to begin with. He didn't bring the gift. Like why? I guess I never asked that question, but then he actually had it delivered Uber or someone else brought it over real time, opened it up. It was a signed Jackie battle card ended up being the gift of the evening, won an award, got fornicators some schmeckles because he did that. And I think caters actually peeled off some of those schmeckles for shreddy. Not bad. Shreddy got figured again. So that'd be Shreddy is a good dude. I think he's super funny. Uh, and I'm excited to have him back next year. I hope that Shreddy invites some people into the new level because I feel like people like Shreddy know other people like Shreddy. Agreed. Agreed. A great addition. Yeah. Yeah. So one what all right, let's move on. 20th in the power ranking. Someone that wasn't an addition this year. I, I guess in, in case you just Consider same level. She was in addition to same level, but big TDs. Not the best finish, but I think, uh, you know, 10th in the same level uh, after the playoffs, her her playoff finish. But I think there at the end, when the playoffs were beginning, she was very worried that she was going to be relegated because I think she was 12th. I'm not 100% sure, but. It's the worst feeling. Yeah, it is. It's not fun. It is not fun. But Big TD's 23 power points. I feel like we just made a little bit of a jump there. She had a record of 13 and 18. Bad, not horrible. Uh, LOL record of 149 and 242. So starting to increase plus 10% luck rate. So probably should have been a little worse. Um, and she actually did join us on the show this year. And I wanted to play a little clip from that. I got a little figure out how I map these. I suck at this. Here we go. But one thing that stood out to me was that on, I believe, the final evening, we're all hanging out on the deck and uh-huh. Big TDs decides to grab the guitar and she plays a song. And it was like the like all of a sudden everyone just shuts up for the first time in five days and listens to Big TVs <laughs> play a beautiful song. I don't even remember what the song was, but it was Yeah, it was an original song, I remember. All right. for you guys. So that yeah. 
Tell me about that, because the soccer thing, you know, everybody plays a childhood sport. Everybody plays through, uh, you know, high decibels played yeah. football, you know, just like Al Bundy. I'm sure he talks mm-hmm. about it all the time. But to have a talent like guitar, where did that come from? Uh, my dad taught me how to play guitar when I was probably like 11 or 12. And it just and so, yeah, I just it stuck, stuck with yeah. it. Like, I love it. Yeah. And I um, this is funny, but I used to play in the youth band at church. so yeah like so through high school i was in the youth band and then i would do like open mics when i lived in virginia um i haven't done any recently i need to get back into it i've done one i've done one this year Um, really and now yeah i was kind of drunk so i had the confidence to (laughs) (laughs) play a couple songs um but yeah i I gotta do it more you should you you should you know what you should play a song at the holiday gala Oh, guess what? She did not play a song at the Holiday Gala. What the hell? Get back into it, Big TDs. Too much pressure. But no, that's a great story. I still remember that night vividly because I had this a very similar reaction where it just it blew me away. And I thought, why didn't you do this sooner? <laughs> We're leaving yeah. tonight. Hello. It's tomorrow morning. We're leaving. Hello. Yeah, that was a, a shocking little uh, uh, secret that she was keeping from us, that she actually was a singer-songwriter, which, by the way, I hate when they say singer-songwriter. We just watched the Grammys last week. It's just like, stop saying it. You say it too much. It loses all meaning, singer-songwriter. You could, uh, is that? I guess I'm the only one that finds that annoying. But she is a singer-songwriter, but she should get back on the horse just like proper needs to, and she should get out there. Get to more open mic nights. I think she's a great singer, and she she's very talented. Yeah, I I know I couldn't do that shit. She, that's I would have amazing. done it on the very first night. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't have dropped Jack down the stairs. <laughs> I mean, I didn't drop him down the stairs. That's a whole other story. I know that haunts people in their dreams. It's probably why some of you haven't procreated yet. I'm sorry. Splash. <laughs> He's fine. He's I fine. Think. He's fine. They barely he ever think. call us from the school. The school. He, well. he only says weird things uh, <laughs> once a week. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. But yeah, big TDs. Not the best finish, but you know what? Any finish that isn't in last is a great finish in the same level because you're not being relegated. Twentieth in the power rankings. Pretty embarrassing. So you will be seated lowly in the next level cup, which I didn't mention yet. So this is we're going in reverse order here from the power rankings. But this is actually how we seed the cup, which that's what she said. But we're going to have all of these people seated in this exact order. So this is this matters here. You are you're these people are not going to get a buy in next year's cup. They're going to be in the first round. So sucks to be you next up, buddy danger. God damn it. God damn it. Why me? (laughs) So here I am, 19th, 25 power points, barely over 2,700 overall points, 12 and 19. That's worse than big TDs. Negative luck rate. Yeah, I could feel that, I guess. Uh, It's 0.42%, so no, not much. Eighth place in the farm. Not a great year. You have a lot to manage. I mean, (laughs) you've been doing it for a long time. Statistically, you're going to have bad years. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I appreciate that. Someone finally says what I think all the time. But somehow I always have a bad season. I have I, I won in 09 and now it's 2024. That is that's the the age of our oldest son. 
Like that, that is going to high school. That is a long time to not be good. In fact, in that time, I've been relegated too. I've been really bad. I think you overanalyze it. I, I do. I think a lot of people spend way too much time thinking about it. I mean, I'm in 11th place, so I don't have too much to say. Well. Not that great. Didn't I, even make the top 10. Yeah. I, I well, spent at least five minutes on my fantasy football every week. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, I started prepping for my <laughs> draft at least 10 minutes before it started. So Yeah. That's true. And then I give you access to the fantasy pros and you use similar tools as me and you do better than me and you don't get relegated. I don't know. You probably are onto something. Maybe it is too much tinkering. Maybe there's a there's a space for a fantasy tool to keep you from tinkering with your your draft and your lineup. A time limit. That's true. Like you can only look at your and then it locks your account. Turns Ooh. it off completely. That's not bad. Maybe there's something there. No one there. steal that idea. Yeah. I'm going to write it down right now. Mail it to myself. Works every time. Next up, somehow better than me. How the fuck did this happen? 18th in the power rankings. Tutties. I enjoy this guy. It's his first season here. 28 power points. Just over 2,600 actual points. 12 and 19. Negative 1% luck rate. So, yeah, just in line with where you should be. 11th in the farm. Not great. Could be worse. Lucky there's no, you know, additional level to fall to. Not much memorable about Tutties, man. You got to make a name for yourself. So, yeah. Other than that, I hope you, you know, have a nice off season. I hope you have the right keepers there for you. And you turn it around and you have a better second sophomore year like Big Ballers did. Big Ballers we'll talk about way later in the list. So maybe Tutties can turn it around or or he's going to be uh, another shreddy got fingered situation. Not sure. Well, thanks for coming to the league. I mean, it's it's a hard, you know, it's a hard freshman year for anyone. Yeah. Some people did better than others, but uh, Tutties, you know, I got faith in you. You're in a good family. You're close to Saxon the City. She's really good. She's better than Blitz, by the way. So if you need to get any advice, reach out to Sax. Don't ask Blitz. He doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. The next one that everybody wants to talk about, proper football. I, uh, I, I don't know what to say about proper. He is, like I, I, I guess I alluded to it earlier, I think he's kind of filled that villainous role that we've, we've left you know open after fourth left us. Um, I think he's kind of tried to take that on. Finishing 17th in the power rankings isn't helping him very much. Like I said, he only had 33 power points, almost 2,800 actual points, 14 and 17. You see we're getting a little bit better here. Uh, but then his LOL record was 165 wins, which means he did have a plus 6% luck rate. It was much higher earlier in the year. So that came back to earth. That's why he fell down in the AOL relegation tournament. He was potentially going to be relegated at one point. Looked pretty bleak for him. But he escaped. Against smoking blunts, I believe. Ah, thoughts on Proper's year? I mean, Proper is he's he's an amazing person. I love Proper, I do, and uh, I'm so glad he's part of the league. But he's also created these amazing businesses that probably take a lot of his time during the season. So I, yeah. I would imagine he doesn't have a ton of time to spend, but he still puts time into the league. Like he's got 
the National Vintage League that he runs. He's always at the games. I'm pretty sure they just won an award for the TV show that they do. Oh, really? Um, yes. So, I mean, he's, he's you know, I mean, I it's if, if you know you have seasonality to your business it's his busy season so um and he's also you know just like i said about you he's been doing it for a long time so i mean statistically not every season is going to be a good season but he shows up every year and he's always willing to you know i wouldn't even say play the villainous role but he definitely likes to to start shit and it yeah and it's perfect and he's and yeah he's 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 fun to banter with it's great to be just in the audience of that um and i just you know i hope he continues to make space for us when he has so much going on during that time of year so um yeah that's fair i did proper is a character that i enjoy for sure i enjoy how i like being able to tell people that our league it also has people in uh, London and in now in Ireland, like I like being able to say that. But we do talk about well, now having... someone has to go to Australia because it was uh, it true. was a key talking That's point true. for me, and now it's it's not Australia, relevant anymore. Way cooler than Ireland. Yeah, I mean it, they're too close together. Ireland and and London, London is too close. Why? It's, yeah. Why mention both? It's I have the, to pick one. Now. Yeah. My, oh yeah. We also Ireland. Well, you didn't really need to tell me that. Yeah. I mean, we had Australia and London and all uh, and over. you've already lost them. They don't want a huge explanation. No, so no. Yeah. I can't say it's All right. well, as international as it we'll was. We'll tell 10 foot he's got to move back. Anyone can. It doesn't have to be 10 foot. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we could send someone to Australia like they used to. We could send uh, Booyah out there. Tell him to. He'd probably vacation there. He vacations everywhere. How does he do that? All right. Proper football. So you did. You gave him an out. You said it's his busy season. He can't, you know, he can't handle looking at fantasy because he's too busy selling old clothes to people for a lot of money. Uh, you're putting words in my mouth. I I don't that's what I got from it that he's busy collecting people's hand-me-downs and selling them to suckers. Though? No? That okay. All right. Well, I don't think that he has it out because he also told us what he does all the time. Let's take you back to where he was on the show. Oh no. I'm on the other side of the fucking ocean. I get everything in the morning. I get to respond. And then and then it just sits there until you wake up five hours later. And then I don't get back on it until the next morning. Like, right, 10 foot gets it. All right. We live in a different world. You do. Occasionally, occasionally, which is what I like. And this is what happens. If you ever see me on a late night, most of the time I'm battered. And I'm, you know, on it. And I've just opened flat <laughs> while I'm just lying on my bed in some sort of complete, you know, fuzz of whatever i'm on and it's like oh yeah why not i'll just chat to these dickheads smart but yeah normally i'm chucking it because i'm because i'm drunk and i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill all of you <laughs> well, it's not, obviously not. So I get sent to the illuminati and banned from the league if i ever said <laughs> he, he predicted being banned from the league all right mark that he did so he gets out there he's wasted that's his that's his excuse right there drugs God damn! <laughs> that is definitely. Maybe I should have listened. So it would be more obvious, right? Setting they, me up for some of these, I can tell. Yeah, you could have definitely. Yeah, he did not have an excuse of NVL. It was his late night. What did he? He said just being uh, on it. On it. Yeah, I'm God. going to say that. That now. is, I know. I need I to... usually say I'm on it when I'm working on something. Right, I'm on it immediately. If, yeah, if I said that at work, it'd be totally acceptable. But yeah, I guess it, it's like a different 
language completely they have over there. It's just remarkable. But proper football, not the best season. Did do a good job uh, being loud when bad. You know, when when you're bad, it's difficult to be loud. We had a whole episode about being loud when good, and that's a you know what shitty people do. And I applaud anyone who can be loud when they are bad. Right? Yeah. And 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 from Lose proper gracefully, it was great from proper because I I will be the first to allege that he has had seasons in the past where he was only loud when good and quiet when bad. Fourth was just the worst about this in the past. So I think it's a villainous trait being loud when good. Uh, and I think he's kind of he he. he he cleansed himself of that this season, Proper did. I feel like he was uh, much louder when he was bad, and he was bad for a lot of the season. Proper, you were bad. Moving on, 16th, Munchin' Odd Bunchin', and I, you know what? I'm so glad that Munchin' is still up there in the same level. She's still killing it. She's still sticking around. She was no, she didn't even sniff the relegation tournament this year, I don't think. She was doing very well for most of the season. 41 power points, over 2,800 actual points, a positive record of 16 and 15. She did have a positive luck rate of 16%, so she probably should have done a little bit worse. Playoff finish of seventh. Can't can't be upset with that. If you're looking at the whole LOL bracket, she was way up towards the top of that. But 16th in the power rankings means that her LOL record wasn't the best um, munching love having you. I feel like every now and then you just you get on a roll. You're in there and slack. You're mixing it up. The whole thing with smoking bloods and and munching and their previous history has always been good fodder for slack content. I love those sorts of things. I love the the dynamics of of relationships outside of the LOL. Munchin stands on her own, though. I mean, she's so much more than that now. She is. I've been impressed that she's, like I said, stayed up there at same level for so long. And I feel like people don't want to play against her team in the playoffs. She's not She's not missing anything. That's for sure. Like, she's quiet, but she's on it. Not like they would say in London, but she's on it like she's taking care of business. She makes good coaching decisions, and that's always scary. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. 15th, the person that maybe doesn't make the best coaching decisions, right? At least historically. Historically, AOL for life has not made the best coaching decisions unless he had Derrick Henry in his roster. Power points this year for, for AOL, 42. Uh, 2765 total points. He did have a positive record as well, 16 and 15. Also a positive luck rate of 15%. Finished sixth in same level. And we did have AOL on the show this year in our annual Conspiracy Bash. So let me play you a little bit of that. What do you think your overall winning percentage is since 2012 through today? Well, I'm kind of a stat hawk, but I haven't checked it in a while. But I would say maybe... 41 percent oh being generous man like i'll give it to you 43 is what i came up with (laughs) and 43 percent is based on you had 333 total games which it sounds like a lot uh 143 and 192 all right so that's uh, not so good but the interesting thing to me because i was like all right well he could have just been unlucky right we talk about luck rate all the time he could have just been Unlucky, or maybe he was actually lucky to have gotten 43%. So I pulled the breakdown record, and your breakdown uh-huh. record was, and this doesn't really make much sense, 882 and 
1,124, but what that comes down to is 43%. Like, your breakdown record is the same thing as your actual record, so you are just as bad as you're supposed to be. I mean, like... There, numbers don't lie. <laughs> he was dead on the money. He knew how bad he was. It's a funny thing for someone who believes in conspiracies to say that numbers don't lie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he did. Hey, and then the, he turns around and he's like, actually, the numbers lie all the time. That is <laughs> totally an AOL thing. But he knew. He knew. And I asked him, what's his overall win percentage? We're talking about someone who's been in the in the same level for a dozen years. And he was like, boom, on the money, basically. Oh, probably 41%. Yeah, pretty much. He knows that it's not going to be a good year. Keeps coming back. We appreciate that. I do. Give me your money. Thank you very much, AOL. I mean, you did land right in the middle here, 15th. Not bad. You'll have decent seating for the, the cup next year. You got some good keeper options. He had the Dak stack this year. Just failed him there at the end. But, man, AOL for life. I, I think he could have finished a lot higher than he did if Dak didn't destroy his, everything that he had. Da it's, it's all Dak Prescott's fault. I'm sorry. He Moving should on. reach out. <laughs> 14th place 10 foot little person changed his name this year because we're a, we're we're a progressive organization right it was offensive <laughs> did you hear that <laughs> offensive 10 foot offensive. you're an offensive person it's still this is still bad tflp i'm just gonna use an acronym because it just makes me uncomfortable because i'm a progressive PowerPoints, 45, barely ahead of AOL, 2,900 points. That seems like a lot for landing this low. Actual record of 15 and 16. Damn. So, yeah, he had a negative luck rate of almost 4%. So that he should have finished a little bit better. Eighth in the playoffs in the same level. And we did. Actually, you're going to love this one. We had 10 foot on the show this year. And it was, uh, how should I say this? There was a revelation that no one knew. Until then. I like revelations. I'm madly in love with her. She is amazing. Uh, I wish you were here to be on the pod and say hello, but <laughs> nobody would care about that. But yeah, so it was it wasn't work. It was actually uh it was actually my partner that wow. uh, that drew me over to Ireland. And so again, I just kind of raised I raised my hand at work and I was like, Can we make this happen? And a year later here I am. Wow. Okay. I was not expecting that. I feel like I feel like you've had a bit of a uh, justifiably or not, I feel like you've had a bit of a a character, you know, on Slack or in the league of a of a bachelor life. Like I feel like you've you've shared photos in the recent past where you're being like nomadic and you're out in your uh, little tents and stuff, and you're traveling around by I, I thought yourself. But how long have you been with this new person? So uh, her name is Cabrini, and we have been together for two and a half years now. Whoa! Wow! I love how I just ended it with, whoa, wow, like Owen Wilson over here. Wowie, zowie. <laughs> it was very cute. But I did not see that coming. I don't think any of us do. Just like the guitar scenario, right. I would have uh, whipped that out immediately right. with, uh, oh, we've been on two dates. I think it's going well. Um, no, years. Yes. Uh, it's it's. I mean, he's a very private person. So, oh, congratulations. That's wonderful. It was awesome to hear that. I mean... To have that in the background and then not mention it for so long. But, you know, it, it in his heart, he's just like, all I'm thinking about 
is this new lady. I'm going to follow her around the world. And that's what he did. Ten Foot was like, you know what, Australia, fuck ya. But I'm going to still be in Australia. And he went and he did it. He was like, I'm going to become a full Australian, but I'm going to move to Ireland for this lady. Cabrini, right? Is that what he said? I couldn't remember. I don't remember. I'm sorry. You're going to have to tell me your name again. But that's, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, uh, an amazing love story right there, nestled into one of our episodes on the podcast. Sarah could incorporate it into a future novel. Perhaps. That's true. But of course, the ending would be. It'd be bleak. Very bleak. Oh, sad. That would be bad. It's always, always bleak. <laughs> Her books are amazing. So Ted Foot finished 14th, the power rankings. Not bad. Right in the middle. Normally, it's make the playoffs and lose for him. That's his mantra, but he did not make the playoffs this year. He did finish in eighth. So I guess, you know, not the worst, but not the best. But it sounds like he's got a lot of good stuff going on, so he doesn't care. You know, that's good for him. Good for him. Now, let's let's wrap up this top. I shouldn't say top. The bottom half of the power rankings with the 13th. Could call them power bottoms. Power bottoms. That's God damn it. Perfect. That is a that's a correct answer. The power bottoms, and this is the best of the power bottoms, technically. The best, the top of that tier of power bottoms is smoke and blunts. And smoke and blunts had 49 power points, 2952 for the total points. This is getting up there, but he actually had a shitty record, 11 and 19. I don't know how you do that. You score a lot of points. You lose a lot of games. An actual level record of 104 and 83, which means, yes, this is the very worst luck rate that we have seen yet. I believe it's the worst luck rate in the entire league. Negative 33%. He should have done 33% better than he did. That's fucking brutal. That would sting. And you know what he was doing all the meanwhile? He's trading away future draft picks, trying to figure out a way to get out of the relegation tournament, and he actually did it. Congratulations. I know. Unfortunately, the way that he did it, I think, allegedly involved payment to Gandhi, but that's neither here nor there. And mm, it speculation. It probably didn't matter either way, but I'm going to throw that asterisk on there forever, just like Spoken Blunts likes to say that he previously won an Omega championship, but there's a big asterisk on that, too. Spoken Blunts, 13th. He's a power bottom, the most powerist. Uh, not great, man. So 13th in the power rankings, but 11th place in the same level. He barely got out of there, barely beat gone deep. I don't know. I don't know. How would you feel if you were just, you've been there before, right? You've been in the AOL final where you just barely almost, have you won? I've been in every fucking scenario. (laughs) It's usually you make something up afterwards for me so i feel better second chance championship is a babes thing yeah trademarked you know sometimes i need something to make me feel better but as we pointed out badge will do it made sense i've looked back as to like why would i you know i'm I'm interpreting ancient language from you know lol lore and why would we do second chance championship and it makes sense that person wins in the final two weeks of the season so i think that's something to celebrate um not bad, but this, we're far from that. This person did not win second chance championship. We're getting off topic, but Smoking Blunts was on the show this year, and he also had a little bit of a revelation for us. Like I said, you're you're obviously probably the main reason that we're doing the show again, but they wanted to hear from you for another reason. You were just married. Oh, shit. How was that? Uh, oh, yeah. 
It was pretty amazing. Uh, never thought I'd see the day. Uh, You're not the only and one. And I managed, yeah, right. Um, managed to, to to mention Tom Brady four times in my vows, <laughs> um, and still managed to, to tie the knot. So uh, it was a great time. Um, Danger Crazy DC was there, repping the, uh, the LOL as well. So shout outs to him and. Uh, we had a wild and crazy weekend and uh, walked away a married man, so pretty stoked about it. So it, it, it all went as according to plan. Like you, you scheduled the wedding, you paid for the wedding, and it actually happened. I'm sure that there was some fear that she might not show up. But we don't even know who this person is. So, I mean, like keeping your privacy, your privacy. Like what ca- Tell me something about her. What, what would the LOL, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone that's obviously super curious Tell us something about your wife. Okay. My wife and I went to high school. Hang on, hang on, hang on. My wife. My wife. (laughs) You finally get to do it. (laughs) (laughs) It was that was smoking blood celebrating. Gee whiz, congratulations. So much happening. I know. I feel like we, that we did that like a lifetime ago, and and all of these little youngins are finally getting to you know settle down. It was so long ago they've already torn the building down that we <laughs> got married in, and they bulldozed it to it's the. A, it's a burger fi now, right? It's, it's something like, completely yeah, different. We should go get burgers later. Burger fi where we got married. Did you get an invitation to this wedding? I didn't get an invitation. Did you get an invitation to this wedding? I did not get an invitation to this wedding. I would have sent an invitation. Yeah, you think? We will not come. No. But we will send you oh, something. No. Hey, if anyone wants to invite me to anything, I will appreciate I will appreciate it all day long. I appreciate the gesture, and I will politely decline. Every time. Like no matter what it is. You could be like, "Hey, guess what? Uh I got a personal meet and greet." with Rage Against the Machine. And I'd be like, you know what? Can't make it. I'm busy that day. Because anything that involves the airport, i probably out. But we'll send a gift. Yeah. We're, we're good gift givers here. Nothing if not good gift givers. So yeah, send me an invite next time. I would have loaded you up. But man, congratulations. I feel like Ten Foot's next. Ten Foot's going to... He'll, he'll be next. He'll be engaged to Cabrini. I should stop trying. I don't know what her name is. I love it, though. I love the growth. I mean, hopefully they join the league or yeah. encourages growth because yeah. I, I think the connections are really important. Both Whether of them. Friends or family. I think it matters, too, when you know the person and have a relationship with them. And, yeah, it fosters more relationships within the league. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, I, both of them, 10 Foot and Smoke and Blood, should both yeah, invite both of their significant others into the new level that we're opening. They would be perfect for it. I already know that. And with that, we're done with the power bottoms. And we're going to take a break because we need a break and we need to go get a drink and probably uh, chill for a minute, if you know what I'm saying. And we'll be right back after this with more LOL Show. After Saturday, May 19th, no one will ever fill these boots again. Don't miss the two-hour season finale of Walker, Texas Ranger. We're going to catch whoever's doing this, Alex. And what if it gets you first? Because this hero saved the best for last. Let's get it on. The Walker finale in two weeks, CBS Saturday, May 19th. 